Hello, and welcome to the March 10th episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on infrastructure projects and PPPs in Angola, the French president's trip to Africa, critical minerals in the DRC, trade and industry in Mozambique, the electricity sector in Portugal, a project for creation of a stock exchange in Macau, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Joana, over to you. We start this week's episode with news that the European Investment Bank and the European Commission have signed agreements committing 4 billion euros in funding for businesses in African, Caribbean and Pacific countries until 2027. These consist of a guarantee agreement that will mobilize up to 3.5 billion euros in lending and a 500 million euro trust fund contribution. The resources unlocked by the guarantee and trust fund contribution will benefit emerging businesses in key sectors like digitalization, climate and energy, transport and health, while enhancing the resilience of partner countries. In Angola, Azul Energy, through its subsidiary ENI Angola, awarded contracts worth 7.8 billion US dollars for the development of the Agogo Integrated West Hub development. The project involves 36 new wells, including 21 producers and 15 injectors, one converted FPSO with a capacity for 120,000 barrels of daily oil production, 230 million standard cubic feet per day of gas injection, and 120,000 barrels per day of water injection. It will also entail approximately 100 kilometers of rigid flow lines, 100 kilometers of flexible flow lines, and 100 kilometers of umbilicals. The contracts were awarded to Baker Hughes, Winson, Acker Solutions, Saipem, SubC7, and Technip FMC. In Sonangal's 47th anniversary, the company's board announced that it expects to privatize seven more assets this year. Sonangal has previously sold 24 assets, which have yielded more than 100 million US dollars. Meanwhile, the Angolan government and the World Bank are preparing a 300 million US dollars project to speed up economic diversification and job creation. The project's prime focus is to promote a sustainable and geographically balanced economic transformation driven by the private sector via the development of the Lubitsch Economic Corridor and to support the growth of financial and business support services. Also in Angola, the operation of the Musanj Rail Corridor will be open to international tender. The 700-kilometer-long railway line, which crosses the country, links the Namib port in Musanj to Munang, the capital of Kwandukubang province. The dynamization of the railway corridor is a priority for the executive so as to boost mineral and ornamental rock exports, improve commercial flows, and reduce the isolation of the provinces it serves. According to the Secretary of State for Planning, the future of infrastructure construction lies in public-private partnerships. The government is currently preparing actions in the water subsector and other areas, and is working on a decision process of the public-private partnership contract for the new bridge over the Kwanza River south of Luanda, as well as for sanitary landfills in the provinces of Wambu and Namib. Also underway are the PPPs for agro-livestock development, and the constitution of the Free Trade Zone of Zaid, in cooperation with private promoters. 
During his tour across four African countries, Angola, Gabon, the Republic of the Congo, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo, French President Emmanuel Macron called for a shift in policy towards Africa, changing gears from a logic of aid to one of investment in solidarity and partnership. At the One Force Summit in Gabon, co-organized by France and Gabon, the French president pledged to make an additional 100 million euros available to countries wishing to accelerate their strategy to protect vital carbon and biodiversity reserves. Miranda's Gabon-based lawyer Asha Duta attended the summit, at the heart of which was the conversation of the forests of the Congo Basin, the second largest carbon stock on the planet after the Amazon. In Angola, the tour focused on developing a partnership in agriculture and economic diversification, while the visit to Congo focused on discussing memory and culture. Lastly, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the focal point was a strategic partnership on the responsible value chain of critical minerals between the African nation and the European Commission. According to an official statement, the planned partnership will be an opportunity to strengthen ties between the two parties around shared interests and objectives, including the establishment of a value chain in the DRC. In Cape Verde, state-owned electricity and water company Electra has planned a structural investment of around 3 billion skudus for 2023, part of which is already mobilized. According to their estimates, the company should have a 0.3% increase in thermal production this year, a 9.4% increase in renewable production, with an 18.7% increase in the penetration rate of renewables in the grid. Over in Mozambique, the Mozambique LNG mega-project in Cabo Delgado is set to resume activity after construction came to a halt in December 2020. All Total Energy's subcontractors, in particular the CCS joint venture led by Saipem, which includes Japan's Shayoda and US-based McDermott International, have resumed their activities. The project is the largest open private investment in Africa, budgeted at 20 billion euros and includes deep water gas collection lines and liquefaction and export docks for the LNG vessels. A significant part of the Mozambican economy's growth, as well as the payment of its sovereign debt, are said to be anchored on revenue from this project. In an effort to strengthen UK-Mozambique relations with several priority sectors, the UK Trade Commissioner for Africa visited Mozambique, where he met several members of the government. Their goal was to establish strategies that could enhance the partnership between the two countries in the areas of industry and trade, transport, communications, and energy and mineral resources, all through British investment and the creation of a business environment with fewer barriers to access and growth. Mozambican company Dugong Cimentos is planning on building a new plant in Nakalo Port Nampula province at an estimated cost of over 190 million US dollars. The new plant should have a production capacity of about 6,000 tons of cement per day, while Dugongo's current factory in Maputo province can only produce about 2,500 tons of cement per day. It is also estimated that the project will generate more than 600 jobs. In Portugal, EDP's new strategic plan 2023-2026 foresees a total investment of 25 billion with 85% of this amount dedicated to achieving 33 gigawatts of renewables. The company wants to leverage its asset rotation model and expects to reach 8 billion euros in revenue and capital gains. Out of this amount, 
the overwhelming majority, 21 billion, will be invested in renewables and the remaining 4 billion in electricity grids representing a gross annual investment of about 6.2 billion euros. Another 3 million euros will be invested in digitalization and innovation. These figures represent a 30% increase compared to the previous business plan. Simultaneously and in order to partially finance its own business plan, Edepir Nouvavej will also carry out a new capital increase of 1 billion euros. As for installed renewable energy capacity, EDP wants to reach 2026 with a total of 33 gigawatts, which implies new power additions of 18 gigawatts in three years, at an annual increase rate of 4.5 gigawatt. The company's goal for the end of the decade is to reach 2030 with more than 50 gigawatts. The focus will be mainly on onshore wind (40%), large-scale solar (40%). Distributed solar 12%, offshore wind 5%, and storage and hydrogen 3%. Northern Portuguese city Braga now leads the Financial Times ranking as the best city of the future in the category of strategy for attracting foreign investment, among cities with less than 200,000 inhabitants, having risen five positions since last year. This distinction highlights the efforts the city employs to help talent and investors. In the last year alone, the economic boosting and investment attraction areas supported 122 investment projects and held 260 meetings with companies, entrepreneurs, potential investors, investment facilitators and other entities supporting and promoting economic activities. Lastly, a Macau representative is pushing for the creation of a Macau Stock Exchange to attract companies from Portuguese-speaking countries, stating that this measure could promote the internationalization of the renminbi. The Macau government has expressed a willingness to move forward with the stock exchange in line with the role that the territory has taken on as a service platform for trade cooperation between China and Portuguese-speaking countries, as well as for the provision of financial services between Beijing and the Portuguese-speaking bloc. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 16 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. In the meantime, you can drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www. .mirandalawfirm.com This episode was presented by Joana Graça Moura from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.